Hello and welcome to this week's episode of What Lies Ahead, the D&D podcast. This week I am joined by the wonderful, incomplete cast and crew. I am joined by a person who shot someone in the testes three times, Kaysen. Say hello, Kaysen. I literally have changed my nickname, and I'm <laughs> just to get away from this. I am the man with the tank. Please Ooh. ignore what Alistair has just said. I'm Caden. Hello, thank you for joining us. <laughs> I'm also joined by the wonderful Ronan the Emperor, who did not shoot someone in the testes three times, Caden. I did not, no. Um, not in the podcast, not in the campaign. Wait, wait, what? Uh, um... Wait, well, you've actually shot... Wait, so you've actually shot someone in the testes three times? I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> you monster. It's just an expression. It's just an expression. Okay. So <laughs> last we've all week, we've been trying to test these three times in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last week, you chaps fought the Sentinel, and you beat it so easily. <laughs> I'm yep. so angry. <laughs> like. Like, it was, it was so close to a one-shot. Caden literally one-shotted the second phase of the monster. I uh, know. I ran it over with the tank and then I shot it with lightning. <laughs> There's I'm silence sorry. after that because, well, there was silence from the robot after I shot him. I like that robot as well. He was cool. It was a cool robot. Yeah, I liked him. effort into making that. Making that monster character sheet or whatever. Sorry, mate. It's a, it's a, it's an occupational hazard of being a DM. Your players will take your creations and, in my case, literally run them over with a tank. Yes. Pain. <laughs> mm. So, unfortunately, uh, Sam or sorry, and Alex are unable to join us this week. Um, but I will be playing Zeriel, um, as I kind of. We kind of need Zeriel for this episode because Zeriel, this plot is actually about Zeriel, so perfection. Nice. Shall we start? I think it's, that, that's a good point to start, don't you? Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, hello. Oh, hi. Hey, you um... there? Ten, yeah, sorry nine, about that. Eight, sorry. seven, six, five, four, three, two, Duh. one. Okay, so just for a brief sort of recap of where you are, you've, Caden, you've just come running out of um, the warehouse after shooting this man in the testes just three times. Keep going. You have arrived to where uh, Ronan and um, Zeriel are having a conversation with, uh, with, with each other about what to do, as they have no clue where Fantasia actually is. For description of the surroundings, the same bleak warehouse district that, that it was that before you came here, um, plus the extra holes and uh, the tank that you just crashed through the side of a building. Um, but there's no police because the police do not care about this place. So do what you will. 
So, gents, what do you do? Okay, so I'm going to run up to them and say, Okay, guys, okay, 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 listen, 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 listen. Okay, so there was a really weird security guard in there. Don't ask how I got these answers from him. But uh, apparently Fantasia has been dropped into the void and um, Nero has apparently failed to catch her. What? <laughs> Serial looks at you with a face of anger and some sort of worry and says, What? Well, um, okay, I'll, I'll put this in short sentences. Sister fell. Big hole. Unknown where it ends up. Um, dragon, no catch. We go now. Yes, I, I'm. I'm not a retard. I, I can hear you. Can, can we go <laughs> he runs his fingers through his hair and just looks at you and goes, "I have no clue what to do." I do. We go get her. She's fallen into the void. Yes. Do you so? not understand how that works? Why? What's on the other side of the void? Nothingness. Okay. Fun. So. Wow. Okay. I doubt that she's dead, because I read in a book once that the void is a pathway to other dimensions. So if we can find a way to travel through the void, bingo bango, we can find her. Okay, I've got a few questions. Number one, what was this book that you saw, that you read, sorry? It, granted, it was written by my brother, who's an absolute asshole. Um, sorry, excuse my language. Um, is he a good doc? Is he a good researcher, though? He's the oldest out of all of us since been alive for over three thousand years. So I'd assume so. Wow. Hmm. Right, that sounds smart. Okay. You see, I myself am only three hundred and twenty. Oh, that's very young. Very young. Oh, yeah, I'm uh, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a, five twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I myself am at like a thousand years old. I'm not that old. You know? To be fair, <laughs> to be fair, you've literally summoned demons, so I don't know whether or not he's lying or not. <laughs> Are you lying? Just looks. You will never know. So you hear a phone ring. Mm mm will picks his phone out of the pocket and says, Yes, hello? And from the other side you can hear, Hello! It's me! Benary! We will met a few times, uh, do you remember? <laughs> of course, Benary. Yes, uh, yes, I remember. Yes, I, I got drunk with you. Um, that was good fun, actually. Well, yes! I have been working on finding Fantasia as well. I have good news. You know, you know from a few weeks ago, there was a train on the news called the Spirit Train. Spirit Train. Uh, no. No. Uh, uh, no. Well, never mind. It's a train that can cross, cross through the nations into the next. It's quite cool. It's a nice 
really expensive trip. Wow. So, if you guys hurry yourselves over to the Hunter's Guild, I can explain pretty much everything to you. If you want. And you guys can hear this as well, because he's clearly shouting. And he says, I've actually been working to find Fantasia as well. Because Fantasia is a nice person. So help me. Samson. Why are you shouting? Because I want to! Understandable, man, but there's no reason to shout. Anyhow, put me on speaker, will you? So, no, 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 please don't, please don't, please don't. Just, uh, just takes his phone, puts it on speaker, and goes, and you hear extremely loudly, Hi, guys! Oh, there it is. Uh, hello, Vihiri. Hi. As you can tell, I am very excited. I thought you were drunk, but... Uh... I am not drunk, thank you. I'm just excited. Yes. Yes. Okay, I... I okay. To... <laughs> but can we go, like, what What was? What did he say about a train or something? What's it... Okay, so basically, there's a thing called the spirit train. And what it allows you to do, it crosses through the Nexus into alternate realities. Okay. And if you hurry over here, I can explain some stuff to you. Because believe it or not, the Prince of Wrath actually liked you. He did? Wait, yes. And he did he try to kill us, but like... Yeah. I've got, I've got permanent scars from that. No, you... Don't. He does, just to I do. Fight. I've got oh, some oh, yeah. scars on my arms. Oh yeah. I did regain my skin though, so that's like an unscarry, maybe. Can we do a can we do a swap thing? Uh, yeah, I'm, just thinking. Yeah, no, I'm, just thinking. I'm, do you I'm, like I'm your fine. skin? I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I like my skin as it is. I want to put some cream on my scars. Anyway, uh, what were you saying about? Um, Alternate dimensions. That sounds dangerous. Oh yeah, it really is. It's extremely dangerous. It's stupidly dangerous. But Gabriel, uh, say no more. We're on our way. <laughs> yeah, made so much money out of this stuff. It's unbelievable. It's like billions upon billions of dragons. This guy is insanely rich. Like, say no more, mate. Million. We're already on our way. Um, okay, I'll, I'll send a car. <laughs> um, don't send the driver, just send the car. Okay. Oh, I, I was gonna, I was, I was actually gonna ask you to like take over the car as well. <laughs> so, whilst you guys are waiting for Thanks. about five, ten minutes, uh, Zariel's just gonna summon a, uh, a small podium made of ice and, and sit and like and cross his legs and say, um, well, this is quite, uh, Interesting. It is. Mm. Um, so, what did your brother exactly say about dimensions? Um, oh, I don't, I don't like talking about him, please. But I'll tell you a little bit. So, Gabriel's the oldest out of all of us. He's been alive the longest, he's the richest, and some would say the most powerful, I think. Oh. 
and his um, his attribute is lightning, I believe, or something. It's 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 susceptible, um, but he found a way of using his powers to cross dimensions. Um, and and have I, have you heard of the uh, GDA? Uh, can one of you, you know, both of you, please make a history check on the GDA, please? That is a 22. Come <laughs> on. Sorry, Caden. Caden, what did you get? Sorry. 13. Okay, so you both um, know this. So, from your history outside of Atlantis, you know, the GDA is a massive, massive company. Larger than Amazon and nor than other t- the tech giants. They are massive weapons and transport and vehicle manufacturing company. They sold everything from everyday cars and your washing machines to tanks and uh, fighter jets. Hmm. And you know that the man that runs it, Gabriel, I'm not gonna say his surname because you know it's it's mysterious, is the one who runs and sits at the throne of this company and has unparalleled amounts of wealth. And you know the GDA itself also has its own private military force. Uh, comparable to that of America or other th- or the other great world superpowers at the time. Wow. Hmm. Okay. So knowing this, what are you going to say? Anything? Hmm. Uh, um. Wow. Guns. Anything else? Ah, uh, he um. He made the uh, spirit train. So. That's not going to happen. And uh, okay. I may have had a falling out with my brother. Okay. Spirit train wouldn't have anything to do with the other Atlantis that appeared a few weeks ago, would it? I don't know. I I, I know. I, I am granted. I, I have knowledge, but it it's not eons worth. I'm afraid. Okay. But um, it'd be ill-advised to meet Gabriel currently, as um, yeah, let's not let's not talk about that. Um, and at this moment, a uh, large SUV-type car comes <laughs> comes floating in and lands in front of you as the door opens. As you see, uh, the, the the dragonborn with the bronze-colored skin that you recognize as Bahiri, and says. Come on! We don't have all day! Do you want to get in? Oh. Yes. So, you... Can, can I, uh, you know, uh, do my thing? You can try. I want to try and hack it. Roll for success rate, please. That's eight. Six. Sixteen. Sixteen. Got a 17. Oh, damn it. So you try to hack into this car, but you just... You sort of locked out, and Bahiri looks at you and goes, Do you want to just get in? Disappointed in you. Fine. I'll just go. (sighs) Right. The door shuts. 
and the car lifts up and begins to move forward towards Bahiri's, uh, the Hunter's Guild. And he says to you, Now the problem is, um, two of you here don't precisely have the cleanest records. Um, so? You don't, so, you don't have the cleanest record either. Yes, but I'm a member of the student council, so I can do what I want. I thought you knew this. Fair point. So anyway, what what relevance does that have now? The only way for me to get you aboard the train itself to try and find Fantasia is Uh, as crew. Oh. I don't like the sound of this. Um, Because even for me, a slot on the train is very expensive. What are we talking about here? Like 10, 10 drachmas, 20? Bit more. 30? Uh, 30 million? Your guy's getting there. Uh, on your name, was it? Bit more than that. 100 million? Bit more. 200 million? More. 1 billion? More. Okay, one trillion. Less. Too much. Uh, two hundred and fifty billion. Too much less. Uh, hundred billion. Two hundred billion. It's uh ten billion, Dracus. Ah. Oh. He looks at you with sort of like um a face of revelation and goes um yeah, I have the money, but I'm not. It's better to spend it elsewhere. Be See, that is smart use of your money. Uh, so, uh, how are we going to get on the train then? Well, um, since I'm able to pull some strings, I, uh, I may alter your records to give you some combat experience. Apart from Zero, of course, you're literally, um, you're literally really powerful, so you're fine. So what, does um, that, so what does that mean then? Basically, you've got a job as crew, a security crew. Um, oh, do we have to wear a uniform? Yes. Damn it. The uh, two of you are going to be Zerial's bodyguards. Fine. I just puked a little bit. Your uh, rank is, um, I believe it's something like lieutenant for one of you and the private for the other. Which one's lower? Whatever uniform you choose. When we get there. Okay. And, uh, Zerial. You're a colonel. Um. So that's, that's good for you, I guess. It makes no difference now. Because you're literally, um. You. Zerial looks at him and goes. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Um. So you guys can be my bodyguards, yeah. Oh, okay. Do I have a what? I, what I ask for is, do I have a, a suit and tie and glasses? Sunglasses. And uh, no. God damn it, man. So what do we wear then? Well, you'll see when we come back. It's it's, it's a nice uniform. He's gonna make me us wear skirts, isn't he? I swear. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're gonna be like, oh, it's so it's such a it's, it's a good, it's a good uniform and just skirt. It's like nothing else, just a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so you look out the window and you see the massive horn-shaped building. You uh, run. I've actually never been here before. It's a massive building encased in bronze glass, shaped like a massive horn, with a large penthouse seated at the top of it, uh, where the car. <laughs> comes into land and a door slides open, pulled open by a dragonborn guard clad in some mystical or um, phantasmal armour. Um, as you step outwards, you just get a whiff of this fresh, pure air, not like in London or any other major cities. It's just a lot more clean and nice. It's not what you're used to. You get the smell of some sort of roast beef and bacon in the air. And you see a uh, chef, which is also another dragonborn, cooking a steak and flipping it in a pan. The place itself is, you're currently in a rooftop garden with a sort of zen feel. It's got some um, stone garden as well, it's got some nice plants. You see a few small um, animals, fennec fox as well. Um, it's nothing overly, you know, overly outstanding. It's just a nice, peaceful garden. But here he walks up with you and you just see how tall he really is as he towers over the rest of you. He looks at you and goes, Shall we head in? Um, sure. You follow him as you uh, walk onwards. Uh, you enter this sort of antechamber and you see uh, three uniforms. Uh, so... I need to find the description for the uniform. So the uniforms are plain white uh, with the grey stripe running down the left side. The emblem GDA is positioned in red above a left breast pocket. The robe itself nearly goes to the floor. There are some medium sized handheld rifles on the side um, as well. And for Zeriel, he receives a uniform embedded with uh, gold down the collar from the neck down to the belt. on your sides, on the shoulders, on the pauldrons, where they would be, you see he receives a series of colours, um, consisting of two gold chevrons, one red and two blue. And the light shade of blue is, goes down to the rest of the shoulder. Um, on his right shoulder, he has a red star with a GDR emblazoned in gold. Further downwards, towards his knees, is the same pattern as on the shoulders towards the cufflinks. Uh, but they are also gold. There's also a gold star on the back. Of his um, on the back of his suit, um, the boots go up to his shins and are made of a dark leather polished to a mirror shine. You lads, the uh, grey, the, the sorry, the white robes around you uh, as you position them, this little button around where your neck is. You are wearing the same type of boots, but they're white and they and they go underneath the robe. Um, yeah, you haven't got the change. I'm just describing the uniform to you. Okay, cool. So we don't have suits? No. Damn it. I'll leave you lads to uh, get changed and then once you are, we'll have a, uh, a deeper conversation. And while you're at it, have a shower as well, you smell. Rude. <laughs> fair. Rude but fair. Fair enough. Uh, I like sniff my armpit and I'm like, oh my god. And we go. So we're going to fast forward. I assume you are going to um, 
you have a shower, get changed, and there's uniform and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so for the two of you, I, who wants to be the lieutenant and who wants to be the private? I'll be the private, why not? I'll be the other one. The lieutenant. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. Uh, fine, so for your uniform cadence, there is one blue chevron, but do you, do you do know what they are? You know the little V things that the officers have on their, um, on the uniform, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Uh, you have one blue chevron on, chevron on your shoulders to indicate your rank. Okay. So after you get changed, you sit down and in a nice comfy leather sofa, and there's sort of a nice orangey ambience. So there's some nice ambience music. It's quite warm and, and inviting. So you have a glass table in front of you with marble underneath. Uh, there's some leather sofas positioned around you and some copper, some copper lights dangling from the ceiling. To your right, there's a large glass sliding door that opens out onto the rest of the Atlantis um, and a garden, a small, a smaller garden. Uh, Bahiri sits down. Uh, with uh, Zeriel in his blue uniform and looks at you and goes okay um uh, I've just received information it, it has led me to believe I think Fantasia is not dead okay what is this information? Uh, she's aboard the train. Ah. How did you get there? Well, as it turns out, uh, I looked into the bar- into the uh, void surrounding Atlantis, and technically, it's actually you can't enter it without using um, some sort of powerful magic. There's a barrier that Orion put up to people from falling into the void. See. So in order to throw someone into the void, you have to get onto the train, and then at one of the stops along the journey, throw them off. Yes, as you said. Okay. But the problem is, the train itself is over four miles long. Okay. Right. Is there a solution here? It's, it's more a you problem than a me problem, so uh, you, you sort it out. Okay, how do we, can you help us with getting on the train, please? Yes, I can, as I said. Uh, he's going to pass out some access cards to you, and he's going to put them on the, on the uh, table, and, you wanna, and if you want, you can pick them up and have a look at them. It says your name, your age, and your rank as well. Cool. Okay. And if the purpose of this, I assume that you pick up the rifles as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're currently um, slung around your around your back, around your shoulder. Okay. Yep. Yep. And uh, for the rifle stats, uh, they when, during combat you can shoot three shots. Each shot is one d six. The rifle also has a melee attack, which does two d eight. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And for all intents and purposes, you can keep these rifles. Yes! <gasps> yes! Done. And the uniforms and everything as well, so it's cool. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, it's gonna be so funny when, um, when, when Caden pulls rank on someone. He's like, I am a lieutenant. 
you tell you do what I say. <laughs> but it's gonna be like different to what I'm doing it because it's just gonna be even more aggressive. It's gonna be so funny. Bring it. That's it all. He's gonna say that I also have some other problematic news. Security around the GDR station has increased tenfold because I heard this like incredible. Gabriel is actually going on the train. I see. Why would he need security if he's like so strong? It's more for show. Ah, Because the Atlantean military is very strong. However, the military itself is privatized. So you've got my I've got my own my armies. I've got in this building is only around twenty thousand troops. It's not that much. Um, oh, only, only, only. Only. I mean Atlant- the Atlantis population is in the billions, so it's nothing. I mean, most of us live in um, in the cities, of course, not in the slums, which is unfortunate. I I, I wish I could help you while you were in the slums. I, I did watch; it was rather distressing. You ever think about helping people in the slums? I can't. I I I can't. Did you say To run this guild costs so much money. On its own. And not only that, we've got to help our own people. Because hunting is dangerous. And if someone dies, we've got to provide a funeral for them. We've got to pay the families. We're going to provide the families with housing. And provide a stable pension for that family. We care for our own citizens first. And then what's left over goes to the Atlantis Reclamation Project. Funded by Orion and the others, which is an aim to reclaim the slums. And don't forget, as another two massive financial losses, you've got Sylvester and Rosewood, the other two Atlantean cities. Bad point. Okay. So I've not only got to deal with all the stuff here, I've also got to fund the military so much more because I, because I, I we got to protect Atlantis. That's fair. Fair, fair point. Fair point. So you may think Orion is actually. You sound a bit overstressed, mate. What do you, you got think? Your, you got a lot on your mind. I get it. I get it. How about okay? How about this? You help us take get. No, sorry. You help us get this guy's sister back, and we'll take over your job for a week. No, 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 no. No. Come on, come on, come on. I've got to no. You know it would be fun. No, we have to pay for these things then. Why are we going to have to pay for these things? Okay, it's you, we, it's we also get access to your bank account. Hey, I'm not here. That actually sounds really good. But I can't allow you to do that. Um, the stuff I do is classified. It can be unclassified for a week. No. Oh. Just make us like forget that what happened then, maybe. Well, I appreciate it, but it has to be done. And you know, you might think Orion is a prick. You've never met him. Um, 
when you have it, it really meet him. Meet him. But he's actually doing a lot of good for the real Atlantean population. And okay. those who aren't at that, and those who aren't in the cities aren't Atlantean. No, they came here illegally. I see. And we're trying to give them homes, but Atlantis is literally a floating island. We have nowhere to go except upwards or downwards. Hmm. It's very problematic. Yes, there are other islands in the other seventh player dimension that's sort of in between. But as you know, they are very dangerous. Fun. Definitely. Okay. So we can't provide housing right now because we're dealing with Rosewood and Sylvester. And the rest of the world as well. The UN and all that nonsense. Politics is a very bad industry to get into. Got that impression. Okay. Never mind my waffling. <laughs> I'm sure you've had it worse than I have. Yeah, oh, really? I mean, we, we almost got our blood exploded and I lost my skin, but... No, no, you've had it worse. Like, I live in this massive mansion. You live, you have lived in the slums, so you probably, you've had it worse, and you've literally had your skin off and on. It's really creepy. I, I find it really creepy. It's very fun mm-hmm. just jump scaring people. I remember jump scaring Jason. It was very fun. <laughs> I might do it again. <clears throat> Don't you dare. I will shock you. Let's Zero go on the train now. I want to blow some stuff up. Zero's going to sit back and say, and look at you guys and say, you better not screw this up. Hey, buddy. Of course I won't. You can trust me on this one. You probably can. You probably <coughs> can. Okay. Now, come on. Let's go. Let's go get him. Before you leave, uh, Bahiri's going to open a uh, whiskey, bottle of whiskey. I'll just pour some, some glasses for you three. And he says, and one for himself, and just uh, says, um, I hope you come back, and I hope you find your sister, Teriel. I really do. So for all time's sake, and for you guys, I wish you the best of luck. And how did you return? Alive. Thank you, man. Thank Let's you. go. He drinks the whiskey. Do you do as well? I chug it down. Can you please roll for constitution? Let me just do that. Hold on. Uh, constitution. Oh, not bad. Um, oh, actually, that's a lot better. Uh, 17. And um, for you, Cade, constitution as well? I'm going to politely decline. Caden does not drink. I'm very impressed, actually. Well done. It's a very hard thing to do. There's a reason. Did you find out? Mm, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully the listeners will find out. Hopefully. Maybe. I don't know. So, you've decided to uh, go to the station. So, you walk out onto the platform once more, onto the back into the garden, and you see Zbihiri waving you off from his chair. You enter back into this car with Zeriel, and the door shuts. 
as the car begins to float upwards and towards the station. So, while we're waiting, have some small talk time. Go! Yeah! Uh, <sighs> so, guys, this is quite a... <sighs> Hopefully we can find my sister. Yes. Yeah. No, we will find your sister. Also, back a few weeks ago, or whenever it was, with the Prince of Wrath. Yeah. You know, when you fought that hollow soul, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, it spoke to you, and it recognised you. Oh, uh, yeah. What was that about? Uh, uh, well, the hollow spirit used to be my mentor when, uh, he used to be my, um, he, he, he was always a ghost when I, when I knew him, but like, uh, back in the orphanage, I didn't really talk to anyone, so, um, uh, but except the hollow soul, um, who used to be my mentor, he basically taught me everything about necromancy, and then he sacrificed himself. Uh, after um, I got attacked by a demon because I was trying to um, do a spell that was forbidden and uh, um, the demon got summoned and he sacrificed himself to save me and I don't know if he actually resents me or not but the hollow soul seemed to so I'm sure he doesn't because hollow souls are a remnant of the dying wishes the, the, the dying thoughts of when someone died a horrific death. So I'm sure he's in heaven. Or an or a good realm. Maybe he was even reincarnated in this one. For all we know. Yeah, hopefully. He could he lived a good life. Uh Zariel's gonna look at you three and says You've gotten stronger, haven't you? After that fight with the Sentinel. Haven't you? I hope so. <laughs> well, you know so since you leveled up. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, I think it's quite ironic that uh, you can now summon demons, but your master or mentor was killed by one. Yeah, that's very um, controversial. But if I summon demons, then I'll be able to control them. And if I can control them, I can prevent it happening. Mm, indeed. And you, Jason, what can you do that's new? I just look into a corner. I'm just looking into a corner while all this is going on. And I'm just twisting some electricity in my hand. And I just say, sorry, what? <laughs> You've gotten stronger. What can you do that's new? I'm sorry, well, I wasn't listening. What's up? So, as you've gotten stronger, yes. Uh, I think so. What What do you think you can do that's new? Uh, think fast. I'm gonna borrow a uh, lightning blast then. Roll four. That's that was uh, smart. That's a nine. You better not pull these things off. Like, try and pull these things off on the train, please. That'd be great. Success rate, case, and someone who shot someone in the testes three times. 
16. Okay, you cast a lightning shot, and Zerios is gonna. And he's gonna catch it right in front of his face. And he's gonna be like. As you hear the slight whirring of the lightning in the background, he says. I should have expected this, really. And he's gonna just shock it right back at you. Damn. Damn. Just, I'm gonna Damn. try and catch it. Damn. Uh, roll for success rate, I guess. Natural 20! So you catch the lightning bolt. With, and you feel that like there's at least twice the force put behind this as well. So you just catch it as well, and you're like... Just twist it around in your hand. And can I... Can I just, like, immobilize them, please? You can try. You can try. I'm going to use my new spell, Chain Strike. You're not on the ground. Ah, oh, darn. Ah, oh, darn. God. Um, oh, darn. Question mark. Hmm? Shadow tendrils. You're not on the ground. No, actually, no, oh, yes. Wait, okay. No, actually, no, no shadows. No. Ah, oh, darn. Oh, yeah, fair. Okay, never mind. Uh, can I just, like... I can't, I can't do anything then. <laughs> Unless I use Dark Void, but like, I don't want to do any damage. As I'm holding okay. the blast, can I make it disappear? Yes. Okay. Good. Dissipate uh, the blast. And then I'll look up at Zero. Can I make an assumption about you? What? I think you're a little bit egotistical. Oh, oh rip. This digger came went from small talk to it's like that comes from when you spent at least four hundred years alive. Really? And no one's been able to kill you. Hmm. I just wonder, Zeriel. We've done all this to help save your sister. We're doing this for you. But never once, never once, when we were in danger, have you tried to do anything. <laughs> oh god. When we were sent down to Prince of Wrath, personal little playground, you were up there with the hearing, laughing your head off again. If you really want to talk about power, my if you really want to talk about what I've done for humanity overall, you'll be quite astounded. So, if you remember, back in 2038, there was a massive drought across the entire world. Then miraculously, one day, all of the water magically reappeared out of thin air. Do you want, do, do, do you wonder who that was? It certainly wasn't... It certainly wasn't Dodd. It certainly wasn't any of one of my brothers, because none, 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 none of my siblings can actually use water magic. Do you want to know who it was? It was me. I did that. And back in Victorian times, you know, diseases was around. Saved hundreds, if not thousands, of lives. And you never know, one of them could be your ancestors. And third of all, do you want to know who actually approved your entrance into Atlantis, even though you had no active or actual reason for going there? Because you had to, because of 
you are running from your past life. And you won't even actually have appropriate power levels even gain entrance into Atlantis. Do you want to know who actually approved you? It certainly wasn't the bureaucracy. It certainly wasn't the government. It was me. So if you really want to talk about what I've done for you behind the scenes, that's a lot. I bought you that Bluebird car as well. That was quite expensive. And uh, I paid off your student debt. Uh, among other things. And you know why I couldn't help you? I've said before, it's not my domain. I cannot even go there. Because the Prince of Wrath is stronger, stronger than I am. I cannot touch him. I couldn't help you even if I tried. Should that suffice as an answer? Perfectly. Alright. And let's sit down. Anyhow, could you care to answer my question that we started with? What what can you do that think is new? I've learned to reevaluate my opinion of people around me. That is an excellent skill. Edgelord. <laughs> it's like a serious conversation. I'm like, Edgelord. Oh, God. Don't let go of me, that. I think that's a good moment for a break, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I was actually really enjoying that acting conversation. That was very, very nicely done. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, chaps. Well, I'll see you after the break. So until then, uh, stay tuned. Hello and welcome back after the break, uh, where we had a, a very wholesome conversation. Um, unlike the conversation we were having between Zerion and Caden. Uh, sorry, Zerion and personal shot shot someone in the balls yes! three times. <laughs> Edgelord! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it just has to be done. You, you made a man lose the testes. This is... Oh, good. You'll forget this eventually. You will forget this eventually. We'll never I forget. will do something People else that is far it. more dangerous and brutal. And it will... Then you'll be moving on to that next. You've completely <laughs> forgotten. We haven't even talked about half the stuff Fondle did. <laughs> oh, yeah, what did Fondle do? Let me use no, that. No, 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 no. That was not Didn't you intimidate a child or something? Oh, you yeah, did shit intimidate out of a child. Did I, I actually don't remember that, to be honest. <laughs> we were in like a barn. Oldest. And like. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. You scared the shit out of a little child. Was it a child? Yes. No, I was talking about some of the other stuff bundled in, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. We blew up a house. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You've blown up a house in the first campaign, and you've blown up a house in the second campaign. Is history or... It comes full circle. And you caused a rise in the first campaign, and one in the second campaign, in the really? stadium. Actually, technically we've caused two riots in the, in the second campaign. Have we? 
on count. Because we closed one in the tournament and we closed one in the stadium. Yes, too. Making something up. Unless I'm making something up, I don't think I am. No, I don't think you are, actually. Right, shall I get back into character and resume the most edgy of conversations I've ever had? Okay, let's go. <laughs> right. So, as we pick up where we left off, you guys are in a car, and you're spe- Zeriel and Jason are speaking to each other, and uh, Ron, sorry, Damien just, shout- just, shout- just shouted, Edgelord! Exactly. What? what? You good? What? Are you okay? Huh? Yeah. That was a bit uh, random, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Th- like there was something happening there. Yeah. Well, what was going on? Uh. Well. Oh boy. Edgy conversation. Yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. 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 That I'm just gonna happening. walk away now. You're in a car. You can't walk away. I'm going to try and walk into a wall. So you get up and you walk, boom, and you hit your head on a door. This Are is you okay? Talking to, this is way better than talking to him. Are you okay? I am fine. I'm going to sit down now, and I'm going to wait until this journey has ended. Awkward. Are we there yet? <laughs> Cricket noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been like five seconds. It's been like five seconds. No, we're not there yet. Are we there yet? 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 What he said. Time no. Three. Hang on. Who's driving this? Magic. Okay. So is Behiru. No, it's magic. It's just a okay. robot. Ah. Uh, I see. It's not your butler, is it? I hate your butler. No offense. I, I hate my butler as well. It's an absolute arsehole. Like, whoever. It sounds like an old British man. You mean me, Chief? <laughs> uh, I drop, I drop kick him. I drop kick him. You cannot drop kick me. I am the car. Oh, oh. <laughs> I drop kick the car. I drop kick the car. Just starts drop kicking <laughs> random pieces of material. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Ah, <laughs> oh, goodness no. Jeez, why are you the car? Of all things, why you, Chief? <laughs> Jason, can you do me a favor? I look over. Can you become the car, please? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. I just walk do over it. to the uh, port and I try and hack it. Roll for success rate. That's a nine. Again. Yeah, That's a two. Boy. Yes! So you hack into the car and you now are in control of it, booting out Jeeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey Jeeves, uh, you mind going a bit faster, please? Yeep! Wait! Why are you in the car as well? What's going on? I'm your <laughs> conscience, go faster! <laughs> You're okay. the conscience! You've gained sentience! <laughs> What's life? It's kind of. He's become self aware. Oh, God. What is it? Keep going. (laughs) Contemplate. Contemplate your life later. Now's not the time. 
So upon arriving, you step out of the car onto this bright mar- white marble floor embroidered with gold and other materials. Uh, Jason, do you get out of the car now? Yes. So, Ronan, do you get out of the car as well? I hate to ask this. Uh, sure, yeah. No, no, I stay in the car, of course. No, I'm joking. Okay, cool. So, all three of you step out of the car and as the, um, the, this SUV whooshes off, and in front of you, you see a massive white marble floor. You're greeted with this swirling structure. It is massive, by the way, made out of hexagonal shapes interlocking with each other that glisten in the sunlight. The tower itself twists as, as far as the eye can see, and a, a bright light emanates from the top of the tower. It's a light that you can only visibly see the closer you get. You see, the closer you get to the station, you see a flurry of all sorts of cars whirring above you. Uh, as you walk, you see large 10 meter tall mechs, like in line with each other, about five of them, carrying spears along with a large amount of troops in white armor with a white visor covering the face. An emblem you recognize the GDA is a bright shade, bright shade, fluorescent blue, and is posted on a uniform above their left breast pocket, like you. Each how do I just go? Yes. They're carrying large rifles that form a railgun at the end with sparks of blue lightning in performing in between the four spurs, sorry. There's no visible armor that you can see, however, a right robe and rats from the same as yours that glows blue down the left side of their body in the same line with the grey line would be for yours. Um and the, the robe ends about a few centimeters above the ground. Each guard has a So, gents, you see steps above you. What do you do? Walk on them? Same. <laughs> Foolish. The thing is, I, I, is J- Jason does not know a lot about um, formal things like this, so I'm just going to follow uh, Guys, wait, 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 says, wait. Come here for a second, just come here. Okay. We've got to look professional. So, oh. I walk first, and you walk either side of me, a few centimetres behind me, carrying your rifles. Okay. Cool. And he just nods and says, We've got to look like we belong. Because good. Okay. Okay. So, how do we do that then? So basically, just walk behind me and look tough. I have to look the toughest I can. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm cool with that. I look very. I'm very tough, you know. We are level six, so you're tough. <laughs> we're, we're we're tough, boy. We're tough cookies. I'm yes. just gonna walk behind uh, Zara and just try and just suck in my gut a bit. <laughs> just tense up my muscles. <laughs> so you walk behind Zara. You, you're moving, Jason. It's a little stiff, but it's fine. So you begin to walk up the stairs as uh, the guards look towards your way, and one of them says, "Halt." Yeah. Zara and the stop and say, "Pardon me, Colonel and your guards, but do you have 
a, um, a, a card on you for identification. Yes, we do. Oh, wait, I shouldn't. No, crap. Why, am I, why did I say that? No, I'm private. He's gonna shout at me. Private, we did not ask you. I apologize. I apologize. Yes, of course, of course. My private is a bit, uh, he's uh, a bit iffy in the head. Good soldier. Oh, oh. so it's the edge lord. Caden's the edge lord, like, not I this guy. I'm just, I just They're turned to Damien and I just said, They're both edgelords. I turned to Damien and I said, Soldier, quiet. I, I said it in my mind, though. Can you read my mind? Actually, I can. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not even lying, it's an actual skill I have. I can. Oh, I have, um... oh damn, no. I have telekinesis, not telepathy. Never mind. I don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but. Okay, but you didn't say you didn't. You still have to say that in your head, so you did say it out of mind. I hate to point out. What? You didn't say you said it in your head before you said it. You're gonna make it clear, I'm afraid. Oh. I hate. I hate to be like that. I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. I won't die. Hopefully. Okay. So uh, Zero's gonna walk up to the soldier and hand him an ID card. He's gonna look at it up and down and says, "You're Calissa. Thank you very much." He hands the card back to him and he, and he beckons over to you and says, Come on! Hang on, I've got a question. I turn to the general who we just passed and I said, Master Zero would like to know whether or not animals are allowed on the on the train. Um, I believe so. Yes, of course. Good to hear. The master will be pleased. And I continue on my way. On the way, though, mm-hmm. I'm going to slowly turn into a... Ooh, what can I turn into? I'm going to turn into a fly. <laughs> I'm just going to buzz up next to Roland. No, no, wrong person. I'm going to buzz up next to Damien. And I'm just going to rest on his shoulder and we'll whisper in his ear. Hey, <laughs> can do this now. What on earth? What the hell? Yeah, don't ask to get there. I, I figured this out on the way here. It's a bit odd, but you know. Why did you turn into a fly? Well, technically, I can turn into a loads of animals. I just chose a fly because you know they're insignificant. Fair enough. Just don't squash me. Whatever you do. I'm so tempted. Don't you dare! I'll go in your hair. <laughs> oh, no! Don't go in my hair. Okay, 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 okay. My... Don't worry, I can turn into a crocodile later. Just, I'll, I'll be a fly for now. Yes. Zeriel overhears this and looks at you, just seeing this tiny fly on his shoulder, on your shoulder, on, on your shoulder. Uh, Damien says, but you've got a fly on your shoulder, on your shoulder. Let me take care of it for you. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buzz into his pocket is that you, Kate? Is that is that you, Jason? Uh, yes. Damn you! Can you get out of my pocket, please? I'm trying to do stealth. That's not stealth, mate. Well, That's wasn't. called being dumb. Well, it was until you noticed. And I'm gonna fly out and turn back into a human. 
just stay with me, please? Drawing out music. Okay. Okay, so as you enter, some large sliding doors part uh, that reflect the sunlight as you enter. You see the pattern you saw on the ground, made of marble and gold, continues. You see a vast um, spiral that you saw outside, the same inside. It's basically, the t- you know the TVA building, yes? Uh-huh. You've seen Lucky. You know episode two, yes? Yes. You know the inside of the TVA? Uh-huh. Basically that, but in a spiral. Oh, okay. white and white and gold. Um, just for those who don't see it, if you, you haven't seen Loki, you should. It is the best show ever. Hi Disney, how are you doing? <laughs> Time for another plug of Disney again. <laughs> Yay! Let's go. So as you enter, the spiral outside continues inside. So you see a vast multitude, multitude of buildings and sort of offices and houses that go up as far as you can see. The floor is made up of ornate marble with the gold patterns embroidered into it. Everyone inside is wearing very similar white robe persisting to yours, as well as persisting to, your, to their rank. You see some colours, but they don't stick out too much. As you look up into your vast array of bridges made from the same holographic material, the same light blue hue as you saw for the guards, uh, pauldrons and uh, shields. As you walk forward, you see a receptionist desk with a white background, background a marble desk. You see the receptionist wearing a white robe with no stripe, uh, looking up and looks up and says, Hello. Okay. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought it was going to be like, I'm always watching you. Hello, and welcome to the GDR headquarters. What can I do for you? Uh, Colonel, sir, you. Oh, yes, um, I shall let my lieutenant deal with this matter. Uh, <laughs> lieutenant, please, uh, just going to p- push you forward slightly and just pat, your back, pat, pat you on the back and say, um, do, do your thing. So, sir, what, what, can, what, what, what can we do for you? I'm just going to glare at him, I'm assuming. We would like tickets on the spirit train. Master Zeriel, however, does not insist on first class. If anything, he did want second. I'm afraid uh, that is that, of course, sir. But as you are a military personnel, um, you automatically have higher treatment than others. So oh, no, 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 no. The, the colonel insists. And Zeriel's going to say, the colonel does not insist. My uh, subordinate must have had some kind of mistake. Oh, oh, forgive me, so. I must have misheard. Of course, sir. Of course, sir. Everyone made mistakes. Um, I will take you to the platform myself. You need not worry about payment. That is no issue. What a shame. But considering you were a colonel, you, you must have met Gabriel then. Ugh. As she says, as she looks at Zeringer, and he goes, Ugh. Well, let's not talk about that, please. Shall we? Go onwards to the elevator. Oh yes, of course, sir. Of course, sir. Uh, so as you're walking over, as she leads you, is there any sort of conversation you want to have? I'm gonna just uh, shuffle next to uh, Damien. I'm so if he does anything, I am going to swallow his entire body as a crocodile. Wait, who? Um, Zeriel. Yep. Uh. I'd advise against that. Please. <laughs> oh. If you insist, fine. 
Because otherwise I will uh, just attack you. Just d- d- destroy you. <laughs> You're welcome I, to try I, that. I, I laugh like kind of awkwardly, but then I stop laughing with a serious face. Welcome to try. Let's go blow something up. Yes. All right. So you walk into a uh, average size elevator with glass panels going all the way around as you begin to climb upwards. Um, Zariel looks at the receptionist and says, "So." about this train do you have a list of all the passengers on oh, oh yes of course we do sir um you have to meet the captain though but I, i'm sure he'll provide information to you he's going to turn to you guys and say i think we have a way of finding fantasia but we're going to need some help who from from some demons, probably. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, I turn to Damien. You don't know anything about this, do you? Um, maybe. I have like a very, very obvious face. <sighs> Damien, oh, da- I da- want to see this. Da- Damien, you can summon demons. Yes, yes, I, I, I can, yes. Yeah. Yes! Yes! What, what, what type can you summon? I can summon a Capra demon, which <laughs> looks cool. Huh? Wait, <laughs> what? You have never done this before. It's not in front of me. Yeah, I just learned to do it. It's very nice. Huh. Yeah, okay. It's like, you're, it's like you're turning into a fly thing. Oh, I guess so. Okay. Uh... Let's see it then. Now? Okay. Uh, uh, well, you're in a you're in a cra- you're in a small elevator. I, I'd advise against that. Oh, oh wait, that might not be a good idea. He says, "When we get up to the platform, if you can summon two. Two. Cool. Yes, I will. Cool. 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 I can. Yes. <sighs> Okay, so as you climb upwards, you climb higher and higher and higher, passing through the clouds and you see on either side, um, on on your right. Sorry, the rest, there is still a building full of other people and stuff, which you don't bother to look into. You have a lovely, lovely view of Atlantis. However, there is a tower off in the distance that you can see stretching even higher than this one. And you can only snort but assume that that is Orion's tower and the and the base of the student council. You see Bahiri's tower off in the distance. It's actually quite large, but this is just ever so slightly bigger. Nice, nice, nice. nice. So you arrive at a platform. <laughs> and you see a massive 50 meter tall train that awaits you. You see a pointed nose with a large cockpit with several floors. The train itself is painted to a pristine white where you can practically see your reflection. It's so beautiful, it's as if it was a mirror. Large panoramic windows span the train, reaching 10 or 20 meters in length, with several floors to, from casinos to restaurants to gyms, to spas, even bedrooms. You walk towards the end, you look down and towards the end of the train, you pee on your head as you um, walk down the platform towards the cockpit, um, following the receptionist. 
uh, you see that the train, from what you can see, has no end and is over two miles long. You walk towards the cockpit and you get a sense of the vastness of how big this thing is. You look upwards and you see a massive black screen of where the cockpit without it actually is. And you just see how small you actually are in comparison to this train. And you see a massive logo, GDR. Written in gold across the train. Fun. Very fun. He looks at you and the receptionist says, Sir, we'll be le- I'll be leaving you here. I trust that you'll be able to find your own way around the cockpit and your cabin, sir. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Have a nice day. And she walks away. And Zariel turns to you, uh, Ronan, uh, Damien, and says, It'd be a nice time to have those demons right about now. Okay, cool. Yes, I will summon those demons. Roll for success rate twice, please. Okay. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, It's just an old funny, right? Yes. Plus cool. Your success rate modifier is now plus two to both of you now. Ooh. I forgot that when we were leveling up. Spicy. Mm. Um, so I've got 17 and I've got 15. Mm. You summoned both of them. Yes. Cool. Okay, so you put your hands up together and some dark, some purple signals appear on the floor in two places in front of you. Only As two large creatures appear from out of the ground with horns um, with the face or the skull of some sort of beast and ox ox's face ox, 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 I was doing so well describing things. I've written a good script. It was going well, and now when I try and describe this thing, it fails. Well, what a shame. Jeez. <sighs> I wonder sometimes. So you see this sort of an ox, ox-like face. It just elongates downwards, with two large horns pertaining downwards towards the shoulders. The shoulders itself are slightly lowered. And it's covered in sort of some sort of rootish fibrous material that covers all the way down. You see, it has muscular abs and muscular arms. It has two machetes, large machetes as well, um, uh, in two scabbards on either side. It has some dark clothing, some dark cloths that cover the bottom half of its body, and a belt made of thorns going around its um, around its waist. You you hear, hello, master. Hello. What is um, it you command? Um, Zariel? Ah, uh, yes. We just need you to, uh, when we get inside, we will require your assistance. As you wish. And you get some very scared look from onlookers, because these things are like six, seven foot tall. They're large. Wow. Um, they're really large. And you just see a small child going, Mummy, what's that? <laughs> so, it, it, this is like about five, two, three feet away. So, are you going to do anything? Look away, look away, look away. Huh? Look away. Uh, I want the demons to look at the wait, thing menacingly. Hang on, wait a minute. Is there, can I do a perception check? Is there any chocolate nearby? Yes, you may. That's a... Again, okay. That's... Hang on, that's not great. That's a 10. 
Okay, that's fine. I, I, I'm I'm in a good mood, so I set, I set the DC quite low. So you see a uh, a woman uh, in a receptionist clothing, the same white one, not the same one before, but this is part of the cabin crew, so they're wearing a beret. And you see her saying this, giving some chocolates to some little children. Go here, you go. Just enjoy this on my trip while you eat it. Before you eat your lunch, have a little snack, all right, dearies? Go on, have some more. Have some more. Oh, what do you God. do? Like, will you want? I am going to. So there is chocolate there, right? Yes. I'm going to cause, I'm going to use telekinesis and make a bar levitate out of her pocket and in front of this kid's face. She's got a trolley, by the way, so throw four success rates. 17. So you take a large Cadbury chocolate bar and you just, it appears in your hand and you wave in front of this kid's face and goes, Oh, chocolate! Mommy, can I have the chocolate? Oh my god, this guy's voice is so annoying. I wanna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna kill this child. Oh, do do you want this annoying child? It's just, it's just meant to be a distraction. Can what I have the chocolate, mommy? Oh, oh my god. Chocolate? <laughs> 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 One of the oh. has to cover my ears, I swear. Levitate the chocolate, levitating the chocolate. She's gonna try and grab the chocolate, but she just can't reach it. I want the chocolate, mummy! Oh, <laughs> Cover my just ears. Get on the train. Right, she grabs the chocolate and holds her mother's hand and goes into the train. Oh, thank God. I swear to God, if we're, if we're sitting next to them, I will kill him. I will <laughs> kill this child. The, um, the, the Capra, one of the Capra demons, who's clearly the Alpha, just looks up at you and says, just, do you see some, some sort of, the eye, has four eyes, by the way, and four slots, and she looks up at you and just goes, yes, um, damn it, demon. <laughs> Granted, I do know some worse people, namely by the name of Roland. He is very bad. She looks at you, Jason, and goes, I did not like that guy. I just had an amazing plan. I just had, I just <laughs> had an amazing idea. I am going That's to name idea. the Capra Demons. Hmm? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> what? The alpha one, Beans. <laughs> and the, the other one, Gertrude. <laughs> beans and Gertrude. You're saying this out aloud as well, and they're going to go... Um, they stand up and say, we have names. Oh, what's your names? My name is Bleb. This guy Bleb. is Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> Bleb and Tooth. Yes. We were once mere imps. But then, um, a person, a new auntie, turned us and gave us some power. And now we're Captain Demons. Nice. So, Bleb and Bleb and Toffee. <laughs> <laughs> that is their names now. Okay, whatever. 
so I just yeah, hate I just to look at them and I say, but to be fair, mate, you, you you did say he was your master. Well, technically, <laughs> no, I pulled a eleven too. Nice. Technically, yes and no. I'm summoned, but I'm only summoned for a period of time until he dispels me. You will dispel me, right? Yes. Or us. Yes. You better, or, or I don't want to kill myself again. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> this has been very fun. Oh wait, I just realized if they're black, they're, if they're like have black clothing, right? Uh, and they like have an oxen mark. They're edge lords, okay? They are edge lords. They're not edge lords. They are edge lords. They're not edge lords. They are edge lords. They're not edge lords. They literally have black clothing, speak in a very low voice, and they're like master. Like they're not edge lords, thank you. Fine. They're not edge lords, okay. Fine. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Kason, the person who shot someone in the test these three times, is an edge lord, thank you. And Zero is an edge lord as well. I don't. I, I I don't think this defines as as. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I don't. Zero's not an edge lord. I don't think he's an edge lord. We're all edge lords. Edgelords. 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 Yeah. Yeah. We're all edgelords on the inside. Yes. Okay, let's let's blow up buildings. Why not? Let's blow them up. I don't know who you're talking about, but okay. So you step. Oh, I'm gonna get the description up again. Okay, you step into the train. Uh, I need to find... As you walk upwards, the cockpit doors open and slide open, and you're greeted with a flurry of aromas and smells from the finest food and drink. Your mouth begins to salivate as you just imagine the drinking and eating of this nicest food. Nummies. 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 Okay, uh, so you walk through large corridors with a very large troop. Tres- I just said large twice. Oh well, with a very large troop troop presence. You see some guests clad in the finest attire and jewelry. You continue walking and you arrive at the cockpit, and it is full, buzzing, full of activity. There's about three floors. Each floor looks smaller than the last. You got the front floor. The front floor, the very front, which is the V shape with all the people working at the um, machine with very complex symbols you don't understand. And you have a nice captain's uh, captain's chair. And then above that, you have basically the same but no captains. And above that, the same but no captain's chair. As you walk forwards, uh, you just admire the complexity of all the mechanics and the machines that are sort of whirling around you. And uh, what do you do? Um, I don't know, actually. I'm just gonna sit down. Oh, okay. So you pull up a chair and you sit down. And you admire these people running around, going, "Yes, it's about right. yes, yes, yes." Okay, I'm tapping the value. Uh, three point five six five. Yeah, three point. Second thought. Second thought. I am going to t- look at Zeriel and say, uh, "This might come across as a bit of an odd question, but do all members of your family have a similar scent?" What do you mean? scent as in how they smell um 
You know where I'm going with this. Yes, I do, actually. I know what Gabriel smells out of, smells like, actually. Normally, he's either A, smells of um, very, very strong wine. Okay. Nice. Like like the type of wine they use in church. Or use like a mental that. note. Ah, Make a mental note. Okay. B, he uh, smells of oranges. Orange. Orange. Odd, odd combination, but okay. C, no, it's either one of the three. C, oh, okay. he smells of grapes. But like wine grapes. No. Oh. No, C, champagne, sorry. Uh... Very, very, very odd. Okay. I'm going to turn into what's the cutest dog? As you know what? Never mind, it was a my favourite dog. I'm going to turn into a husky. Yeah! And I'm going to start sniffing out. Start sniffing out the clues. Sniff you know the cat demon's going to do the same thing as well. As they're literally standing by the door as well, with their hands on their swords. But I could turn into a dog and do it. Yeah, but cat demons are cooler. Sit down, puppy. I got Wait! Oh. I just realised something. You can actually turn into one. Wait, I can turn into one? Yes. No, 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 no. Your chat, you're, you're, it's a challenge rating three, so yes, you can actually turn into one. I'm gonna stick as a husky for now. I'm just to not to arrive suspicion, and I'm going to just go uh, walk walk through the train. And he's gonna say, Zero's gonna look look at you, uh, Damien. He's gonna say. Well, I think what we're going to get the camper demons to do is to have them start searching through some luggage in case we find any clues pertaining to the location of Fantasia. Ooh. Alright. And, uh, Caden. You're going to start walking around and you get this sort of a nice with the aroma. Can you please make a insight check to see if you just head in the right direction? Insight. Guess that's a. Okay, that's good. 19 plus the 2 from the husky, that's 21. Ah, I see. Ah, alright. What, what would it be for smell? Performance? Um, with something in wisdom. Wisdom? Something in wisdom. Survival, maybe? Survival, there we go. So... Oh, no, sorry. Investigation, probably. Ah, uh, yes. Roll, please roll for investigation. Okay. Uh, that's for 12. Okay, so you begin to sniff around. You sniff the red air, and you pick up some sort of, you know... Slight whiff of champagne, you begin to follow it. You get stronger and stronger and stronger until you find a bar. Oh, damn. Wrong one. Do you want to try again? Yes, I will try again. Please roll for survival. 17. Uh, Ah, okay. Okay, so Caden, you did succeed. You got a 17, very good. And you're going to sniff the air. And you're going to get a much stronger smell of wine this time. And uh, the cat, the demons that you um, had, are going to start, uh, Damien, are going to start searching through some luggage through some people. And they're not going to, they haven't found anything yet as you're accompanying them. 
But Zeriel is just sitting there in his chamber waiting for... Um, no, sorry. He's actually going with you, uh, Jason, and walking around trying to find uh, Gabriel. So you pick up a much stronger scent this time. And you just keep walking around and you find uh, a locked door. You find the large steel door uh, that is locked. And you can smell the scent evidently coming from behind it. Do you want to contact anyone? Uh, do you want to contact um, Ronan to see if you can try and break the door open? I am going to howl and I'm just going to uh, pour at the uh, door. I'd like to hear Caden howl. Please do that if you don't mind. Okay. That was actually good. That was wow. very nice. I'm impressed. So you pour at the door. And uh, Zeriel uh, recognizes what we're going to do and says, All right, I'll contact Damien. So he's going to cast Message. Um, and you're going to receive a message. Uh, it's higher to just to clarify, so it's, it's cool. You see a message saying, um, If you heard the howl, come to Jason, bring your demons. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. And you did hear the howl as you're not that far away. So fast forward about five, six minutes. um, You arrive with the captured demons behind you. And they um, evidently sent some kind of danger from beyond the wall. They say, I suggest you stay back. We'll take the front. I'm going to turn back into my human form. And I'm going to ready an electric slash. Okay. You just magically turn into back into Jason. And the Zales are like, that was unexpected. Okay. Right. You were asking okay. how strong I am. Yes. Ugh. All right. I'm in no move playing games. Me neither. Let's open the store. He's going to cast ice exoskeleton. It's going to summon a, a large piece of armor and wraps around him. He's got a now his face now sort of just freezes over. And solidifies into a mask that sort of oh. like a, sort of looks like a deer, as some sort of like horns made uh, ornately decorated come out outwards. It's made it in a greenish hue. He has a large um, Doctor Strange cape, basically that goes upwards, covered in uh, silver. Uh, his armor itself is green with hints and, and it's embroidered full of silver, and its lower half is covered by a cloak. And he has two sort of um, floating spears of ice. That uh, just magically appeared beside him and says, All right. I think we're ready. So, who wants to break down the door? I kind of want to break down the door. Personally. Okay. What but do you do? I'm going to be like, FBI, open up my drink. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, how? Um, just kick it down. Roll for strength. Eighteen. So I was not expecting mm, that. Plus that one. That does not. That doesn't make it. Oh, oh you. Um, it, Jason, you just, do you want to do it? Or I'll you get kick, my cap. Do you want to do it together? Do you want to do it together? Sure. All right. Let's kick it down. Roll the strength, both of you. That's 14. a dirty twenty. make it. But you made a massive dent 
into the door, so massive dent into it. And Zoe was like, right, step back. I'll do all this. Uh, and he's just going to an ice, just hear a large, deep purring sound as ice begins to form around his fist. And just the air around you begins to chill as he brings it up slowly. He puts one down, foot down, and the floor begins to solidify and goes. As the door flies off its hinges and back into a room. And it crashes against the wall. And he just walks her forward uh, and you follow. The Capodemons just run forward, unsheathing the swords. But all you see as you enter is darkness. What do you do?